Hi, this is Bianca. And this is Anna. And welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Mondays. In today's episode, we're going to be talking all about content creation, what is a content strategy, and how to refine your plan when you're on social media to get the best content out there in your niche. Yes, and this is for either like a business or just like personal or whatever you want to do online, basically. Yeah, exactly, because we've been doing it on our social media now for a while and Mm -hmm. things have changed and we've decided, you know, to go a certain way and a certain path and I think that no matter what kind of account you have, whether it's we're going to be talking specifically about Instagram, yeah. but whether you're on Pinterest or YouTube or anything like that, you always need to have a content strategy and it's yeah. the most important part about being on social media because mm-hmm. someone will only follow you for your content and if they know what you're doing and yeah. if they support that. Because People if want you're, consistency. Yeah, exactly. You can't be all over the place. You need mm-hmm. a proper strategy. Basically. I think I did that wrong in the beginning because I was like, you know what, I just want to be a blogger and I just want to put everything on my blog and I just want to repost it on my Instagram. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. I had a blog and my Instagram was a repost. Yeah. So every photo I would post would be from blog posts. Mm-hmm. And I'd be me like, too. Repost. And I'd be like, new blog post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then it was only like my friends and family looking at it and I would be like really personal and I would, now I'm like, oof. Yeah, exactly. At the beginning because like stories or yeah, basically there was no kind of video format mm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. when I first started my blog and I would, you know, do like new blog posts and all that on mm. my Instagram, I would then put it share... on Facebook. No, no, no. I put my YouTube videos I, on Facebook too. I did put everything on Facebook, oh, but worse. <laughs> what I did on Instagram yeah. was everything I was doing throughout the day got an Instagram post. Oh, yeah. Because there, were, there was no means... But it's more like Kiara Ferrani. How do you yeah, say it? Yeah, yeah. Ferrani, yes. Yeah, because there was no means of a story, so you couldn't see what I was doing during the day. So so that people could see what I was doing, I was Mm -hmm. posting, like, on my actual feed. Mm -hmm. So I probably had, like, I don't know, three to five posts per day. (laughs) You get blocked (laughs) by Instagram? No, I did it at the time. They must have been like, oh my god, this girl's producing so much. I think a lot of people were doing it like that, though, It was more like a blog style. Especially if I went to, like, Berlin Fashion Week for the first time, or Mm -hmm. London Fashion Week, I was like, okay... I have to post my hair. I have to post the show. I have to post the <laughs> I have to post outfit. my hair. <laughs> I have to post the event. Everything. Oh, yeah, because there's no stories. Yeah. That makes so sense. So nobody knew what was happening. But that's actually how the big bloggers now built their Instagram. Yeah. They all started really, really early, and they posted, like, six pictures a day of everything they were doing. Right. And exactly. that's how they grew so fast. Exactly. I've heard about it actually in another um, podcast. It's really good. If you're Swedish, you can listen to it. I forgot the name now, but it's good. Wait, what's it called? Ossemellan. It's like with Fanny Lykman. Do you know her? No. She's a Swedish like blogger. And she's quite... She got like famous because she was put on Vogue's website, the front of it. Because mm. she was like wearing... This was like eight years ago or something. She was okay. wearing a Chanel bag and then she was sitting on the street and she had a cup that said, Need money for Chanel. Oh, and it was so like funny. it was very controversial yeah, so everyone yeah. was looking at it and it got spread on all the newspapers and everything mm, interesting so that is a content strategy actually it's it very is. like shocking viral content well yeah that's what a lot of people do on youtube as well mm-hmm. is creating these viral videos that will go yeah. and reach a wider audience and gain mm-hmm. attention it just depends on what people are com- like comfortable with though because i yeah. feel like i could never i mean it depends on the video but i don't think i could go out there and create like very controversial stuff I just Mm -hmm. feel like it would go against all my morals 
but um, yeah it completely depends on you and what you're aiming to go towards yeah and what you're like i would rather grow slowly than use like a shock strategy yeah for me, me. me as well yeah but that's what some brands kind of do as well they create like controversial campaigns or mm-hmm. like that's videos true. that will go viral. but it can really backfire yeah you have to do it in the right way yeah. you have to be really smart in the mm-hmm. way that you do it and like kind of pray that your audience will understand you and your point of view yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's the hard part. You can usually... Okay, maybe should we go back and say, like, what is a content strategy? Yeah. And why you should have one, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So the content strategy is when you plan your schedule of content mm-hmm. and exactly the theme and the vibe and the brand image that you're giving across Yeah. so that everything is in line. So imagine mm-hmm. a brand like... Um, what can we take? Let's do Chanel. No, let's do Glossier. Cause they, okay, let's do Glossier. They had a really good launch strategy, and their whole mm-hmm. thing was about being digital. Yeah. So their founder was, um, she had a blog wise. called Into the Gloss, mm-hmm. and she wrote about beauty articles. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she also editor for a magazine? I think so, yeah. Yeah, she did a lot, and she launched her brand completely online when mm-hmm. she started, and um, it just worked really, really well. But they had a really sound constant mm-hmm. like content strategy where every single image was beautiful down to the packaging of the mm-hmm. products down to the layout yeah down it was to just the, the same as the product yeah the, yeah. yeah exactly the layout and the styling and the way mm-hmm. that they showed their products and the models they used mm-hmm. and everything minimalist more like, exactly with the product and yeah. that's what got people really attracted because it was more you're not buying into the product because mm-hmm. you know the ingredients in the product can have the same thing as something else something else for the equivalent price you're buying a brand yeah but you're buying into the brand and that's why people love brands like chanel and mm. all of this because mm-hmm. you're buying into like an image and yeah. you feel like if you carry that product you you're a glossier girl or, exactly you know you have a certain aesthetic to you if you buy like a chanel bag or something like I that i feel like glossier if you buy glossier you're like i'm so minimal yeah, it's like I'm, so I'm minimal, minimal and chic. I'm minimal, but fashion. I don't put too much effort into how but I, I look, but do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I spend a lot of money on it, but really, it's all natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Glossier. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Me, though, like, if I would, the thing is, for me, if I would wear this stuff, I would just be so annoyed because I feel like it's not. I'm so I'm just doing it. I like caved in when they first launched in London and I bought a lot of things. The skin tint. Mm-hmm. How is it? The lip balm. You don't like makeup that much. Like, I, you don't I'm like not a huge makeup. fan of makeup. And yeah. I wore the skin tint and I was like, I love this. And I loved it because <laughs> the packaging was so cute so and so cute. aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yes, nice. the lipstick, it's nice. It looks good in my handbag. Mm-hmm. It's a good size. It's very chic. It mm-hmm. works with my personality. <laughs> works with my personality. I feel it on a deep level. <laughs> but then when I ran out of my skin tint balm, yeah. this is like the thing that you use instead of foundation. So it's very light coverage. Mm. And I did only that and then concealer and stuff mm. like that. When I ran out, I didn't repurchase it. And the reason was because I felt like, okay, that was kind of a phase. It was a trendy mm. thing and I loved it, but I didn't loved the product as much yeah yeah. it was more like the idea the concept yeah exactly but that just goes to show how strong the concept is like Mm -hmm. would i buy it again now yeah i probably would would Mm -hmm. i use it yes Mm -hmm. is it my absolute favorite do i swear by it no No. so it's very different yeah it's very different but they are really successful in what they do Mm -hmm. so that's a really good example of a really good branding Mm -hmm. strategy and they also have a few like brand codes. I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't really dive into when they're analyzing brands. 
is it's so important to look at the different codes and what how it can be recognized by the wider audience and that's kind of the things you're shooting for like those are the things you want to create in your content strategy you want to know that if a person comes on your account they're expecting this 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 and this right and this is what they'll get or like some something of that variety so that whatever they have like asked for they will get right you don't want to shock them and do something that's completely unexpected Mm -hmm. or out of the ordinary from what they would expect from you Mm -hmm. because then your audience will no longer know why they're following you you'll no longer Mm -hmm. have an image and therefore you'll no longer have a reason for people to come to you Mm -hmm. because they're not going to get what they're expecting to see yeah that's the really important part about having a content strategy and that's Mm -hmm. why a lot of people grow so much so quickly Mm -hmm. it's because of the fact that every single picture you know, it's not always exactly the same, but mm-hmm. you know what they're going to be doing and the people who like that style will follow you. They will continue liking it and they will feel like they have a stronger bond with you as well, right. maybe. Well, I mean, the more you change up your content, mm-hmm. the less likely you are to have a fixed and mm-hmm. like engaging audience. That's what I was going to say. Also, I was going to say that in the beginning when you start, I thought that everyone was so interested in me. Honestly, mm-hmm. nobody cares. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's like the hard reality. If you're starting and you just want to do blogging, let's say, or if you're starting your own business, nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Unless people are getting benefited directly, they, they don't care about your product. They don't care about who you are unless it's mm. like friends and family. Yeah. So how are you going to make them care? It's to create something aspirational that other people look up to, other people feel inspired by, yeah. and other people want to look at on a daily basis. And how are you going to do that? Yeah, like, exactly. You have to build so trust. Hard. You have to, you know, build support. You have mm-hmm. to get your audience to understand why they're following you. Mm-hmm. Every single thing you post should have a value to it. Yeah. Whether exactly. it's, you know, for the aesthetics, for people to feel like they're inspired, mm-hmm. whether it's to give, like, um, advice tips, or yeah. tips or, mm-hmm. like, you know, style suggestions, mm-hmm. whatever it is, travel, like, discover a new place. Yeah. It can be anything, but it has to give a, some kind of a value to your audience. Otherwise, yeah. they'll nobody will stick. Yeah, exactly. It will be like a moment sort of thing. Yeah. And that's what I feel is also really difficult when a few people maybe get pushed on Instagram and they don't, maybe they're quite new or something like that. And then after a while, they just keep doing the same thing and they don't evolve with their own content and with their own codes. Mm -hmm. And they just, they don't know who they are really. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's actually a blessing to have a it Quite can be hard when you're young as up. well. If you're young and you like are on the social media craze and mm-hmm. you start getting so much attention, but you yeah. haven't fully had the time to discover yourself yeah. or what you want to do, I think mm-hmm. it's quite hard to be on social media and be, to be mm-hmm. so young. Mm-hmm. But lots of people are doing it and lots of people are even really big from it. Mm-hmm. It's just difficult. Like I can't even imagine if I was in my teens oh, God. doing what I'm doing now, but some, some people really do. Because it's, there's a whole like backing to it. That Yeah, it's a whole new like World. generation basically but it's it's so fun and it's so interesting yeah but imagine doing what you're doing now would you have done that at 16 oh no like i you know if this was around and this was that popular when mm. i was 16 and i was in high school i wouldn't i would have probably done it because i love it now and i love taking photos so i would have done it but it would have been so difficult for me to find my identity in all of me this too and i'd feel so kind of insecure as well mm. and like i don't really know what what I have to put on the table and that's something that Mm -hmm. I've had to develop over time because when I started it was more like oh I just want to do blogging because I want to do blogging and then after a while I was like okay you know what I'm really gonna focus on fashion and this was like even 
not so long ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, now I've started toning down like my editing more and doing, but I still want to create that little world that I have because I know that's why a lot of girls follow me. Yeah. Um, but for me, content strategy has become like the center of what I do. And if I don't like my outfit one day, or if I feel like it doesn't represent me, I'm not going to shoot it. I'm not going to put it up and yeah. it doesn't work because I know it's not my brand. Yeah, the most important thing is to know your brand and to really be true to it. Mm -hmm. And that goes for content, but that also goes for paid content. Oh, and yeah, I think yeah. it's quite important to mention yeah. as an influencer or content creator when you're paid mm -hmm. that it's so important that the brands you align with are the brands that will mm -hmm. represent your image because, and vice versa, the brand should only want to work yeah. with someone who represents them. Mm -hmm. But it's not always the case. And, you know, you can often find, like, very mismatched accounts mm. that are promoting a product and it just doesn't seem honest mm. and it doesn't seem loyal mm. just because of the fact that it's not your usual brand. It's kind of yeah. like, what's the reason behind doing this but paid also, campaign? Yeah. So you have to align yourself very carefully or in the long run it can mm -hmm. damage the image you've built yeah. on your social media For channels. sure. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. it really does damage your long run. And also companies can see what kind of other companies you've worked mm. with and if it's for example your dream one that comes along and they're like oh maybe we should work with her and then they see oh she worked with this brand that's completely not the kind of aim yeah. we're looking at right okay so maybe let's steer clear of her right exactly so I mean, it's good to work with competitor brands like that's of the good, brands actually. that you like yeah because yeah. then it all fits into the same world mm -hmm. but it's not good to work with too many different brands, mm. I would say, that don't fit your profile. Wow. Like, it's fine if you go into travel and then mm -hmm. you have one in, like, beauty or fashion, but they all align really well with your lifestyle and the mm -hmm. way that you share your content and talk to your audience mm -hmm. and, you know, your life. Mm -hmm. But if they're too much on the outside, then you really can lose that trust in your audience. And if you lose the trust in your audience, you don't have, you anything. Don't have anything left. So it's just so important mm -hmm. to really be clear. But that doesn't even go to only influencers mm. that goes brands. to brands working with influencers or mm. you know brands doing a project or creating content everything needs to look the certain way of to promote brand. your brand image because if you steer away from that mm. no one's going to build trust because they're no. not going to understand why they should buy your product yeah so it is a whole world of being on social media there's a lot to think mm. about you know it's almost like a client in your normal day life if you would go see a client and mm. you're a consultant you wouldn't want to take care of like a ton of different brands mm -hmm. if they're not exactly in your niche. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, now that we've spoken briefly about what it is to have a content strategy. <laughs> briefly. <laughs> 15 minutes in. But I would say, the one thing I would say is like always have your codes and remember your codes. So for example, a code for Chanel would be, of course, the founder Coco Chanel. Or it would mm -hmm. be the CC. Or it would be like the classic flat bag. Yeah. Like the things that are core to your brand and then also the messages that are core to your brand. Mm -hmm. um, so just like that everything is quite chic and timeless and those kinds of things. You need to have that feel constantly. So if you're changing the strategy a little bit, keep that at the core and then change yeah. it around. Right, exactly. That should always be there with your brand. You yeah. shouldn't ever steer like never steer away. That. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you want to do a full rebrand, but then you gotta do something else, honey. Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta do a whole rebrand. Yeah. Then that's a lot more complicated. Yeah. Then we're not gonna go into that. No. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So now we're gonna go more onto the influencer side of things and talk mm -hmm. about 
how to best shoot content, mm -hmm. how to best plan out your content, mm -hmm. schedule. How to get the most out of it. And to get the most out of it, exactly. Yeah. Do you want to start how you do it? Yeah, so we can both talk about our different ways because yeah. Anna and I work very differently, actually, even though it'll be kind of the same for every kind of content creator out there on Instagram, at mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. People do do it in different ways. So for me, what I do is I shoot once a week, mm -hmm. and I shoot with Only a professional photographer. It's it always twice. been once. No, no. Oh my god! It's been once since I started my full time job in buying. So nice. uh, it was twice. So I'll tell you, six months ago, it was twice for about two years. Mm. I shot like twice a week, also with a photographer. I kind of, I mean, I did go a bit into like iPhone and things like that, mm -hmm. but I'm majority always did it with professional images because mm -hmm. that was my style from the very beginning when I first started so I always wanted to go back to that yeah and I would shoot twice a week because I would post twice a day on my oh, account yeah you posted so much I posted twice a day mm -hmm. and but that was fine because I was studying yeah and I was good. doing this full-time so I had a lot of time mm -hmm. but now I also felt like it's better to do you know, quality over quantity anyway. Yeah, yeah. And with my crazy sure. schedule, it's not really realistic to post twice a day. No. It could happen here and there if I have an amazing day and I have loads of content I want mm -hmm. to get out there. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, it's once. And so for that, I shoot once a day. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, once, once a week. A week and I <laughs> do I do between two and four outfits a week, depending on the backlog of content that I already have. Mm -hmm. So the good thing about continuously shooting every single week is that I can most of the time get you know a backlog of content so that I have extras if I need filler shots or if mm. I need outfits to be more spread out I can go back to one that I shot two weeks ago for mm -hmm. example and I do that quite a bit because it's nice to add some variety this is so chilled yeah I feel like your strategy is so <laughs> I mean relaxed. It's, yeah it's relaxed and it's quite good now Blind. I've really mastered it and you know mm -hmm. there's no like stress of it it's just kind of a fun thing to do mm -hmm. but everything is really you know it's quite easy and that's how I like it to be mm -hmm. I don't want it to be putting too much thought into things. I want it to be nice, easy. The focus is on the outfits. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. So the thing is to have consistency in the people that you work with. So if I work mm -hmm. with photographers, I always work with only a few because I know their, you know, their style and I know that it works with me and my brand and mm -hmm. I'll never really veer off and work with a different photographer. What if they can't shoot though? Like none of them. Then you're like, Anna! Well, then that's where I have my backlog of content. Oh. <laughs> so I, I can take the week off because mm -hmm. I've already got content. I'll okay, never, great. ever leave myself, like, dead on to run out of photos by the end of the week. No. Yeah. Because yeah. that will never work for me. That would just cause too much stress. So much stress, Especially yeah. because I travel. Mm. And when I go to places, like, it's quite difficult to always get content if I don't have a photographer with me or yeah. someone with a good camera. Mm -hmm. As I don't own a camera myself for now. Mm -hmm. I think in the future, yeah, that'll be something I'll one. invest in. But even if I had a camera, oh, I would yeah. still need someone to shoot who knows how to use it really well. And I think the best thing for me when I shoot my content is to work with photographers Photographer. because it's just quick. It's yeah. easy. They're there to work with you and to support you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like the best. I don't want things to take, you know, four hours. No. Because I need to be very efficient Fast. with my time because I don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So that is the best way for me. But if I... I work with now two photographers mm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much like one every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And if any of them happen to not be free, which has never happened to me yet, <laughs> if it does happen then I could always yeah, either use the backlog of my content or rent a really good camera because I've done that before for trips mm -hmm. 
and then that's fine. Then I can just get someone to help me to shoot mm -hmm. if I really need to. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it's quite good that the people I work with are really professional and yeah. will most likely everything will work out. Yeah. So that's how I do my content. So I'll always shoot between two to four outfits. And the way that I like to share my content is like full body shots, mm -hmm. close-up shots, and detail shots. Mm. So there'll be like a half body and then a fuller lens so that you can really see the outfit and then details because I want it to be about fashion and mm -hmm. I want you to get a good idea of the kind of looks that I'm wearing mm -hmm. and how I'm styling it down to the details. So mm -hmm. this kind of has changed for me over the past, yeah. like two years ago, it wasn't really as much like that. Now with my content, I'm much more how I used to be when I first started. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like because that's how I built up my audience when I first began. It's because it was all about fashion. It wasn't really about me. At the beginning, it was about what am I doing in my everyday life. And then mm. it changed to being all about fashion. And it wasn't really... I didn't care about the background. Mm. It was just me, my outfit, and the details. And that's me, kind of it. my outfit, and the details. Just the fashion. <laughs> just the and fashion. And then it changed a little bit to be a bit more about other stuff. Mm. And then it changed where I wanted a more aesthetic background. So mm -hmm. it was a bit less about fashion and more about the background and being mm -hmm. in a cool location and matching because what helps. I would wear to the location. It helps, yeah. That was also a big trend because it helps boost your engagement quite a lot. Yeah, a lot, yeah. And that helped to really grow my following. But I never completely dramatically changed. No, you didn't. You would never look back at my photos and say, oh my god, this is so different. No. It's just that the way I was you know, showing my brand, I would mm. say, had, you know, slight differences. Mm -hmm. So before it was, yeah, it was a bit more about showing a nice location with an outfit that matches. Mm. And now it's completely back to how it used to be, where it's about only the outfit. Like, I think the most important thing for me is the industry I want to be in, which is fashion. That's where I work. That's where I have my buying career. Mm -hmm. And I think it works best with my personal brand. Mm. I don't want my two lives to be separate. I yeah. want my buying job and what I do on social media to relate. Mm -hmm. So now it's mostly about, you know, the fashion, the style that I wear. Of course, the trips that I go on and things like that. But it's more about aesthetic photography mm. than being more about a location. Too. Yeah, I think mm. I'm veering more into towards the editorial, editorial side yeah. of content. And less editing now, too. Yeah, yeah less editing. So I'm going to talk about the editing as well really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, because before I also went through very different stages at the beginning everything was so washed out when I first started I put on this filter <laughs> that was like it was like worse than Anna's filter really was it worse than mine before yeah we can go way back it was like it was like your your first filter. my first filter everything was washed out but it didn't really work on me because I have brown hair Mm. And then I changed to no editing at all like the raw photos straight from the camera mm. no editing and then I changed to uh, filters and I used Visco for a bit mm. and then I got a bit bored of it and Visco then I changed to Lightroom. Visco was a thing because it was really easy and a lot of mm. people still use it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, mm. they do. I feel like Facetune is better now for changing colors and everything. I don't even use Facetune for changing colors, but yeah, there are some good phone apps too. like Lightroom yeah. on the phone is really practical. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then I used yeah, Lightroom and I created my own filters and they were never overly filtered, mm -hmm. but you could tell that if Just I wanted... Like the shade. Yeah, if I wanted the colors to slightly change, I could manipulate it really easily. Mm -hmm, um, and that was good. mostly because of the background. Like, if I was in a background with a lot of color or a lot happening, I wanted it to flow really nicely with the rest of my content. Mm, but now that I've... Um, yeah, to, like, mute some tones, basically. Or, like, pull some up or something. Yeah, like exactly. That. I still do that, yeah. But, which is, you know, it's great. A lot of people are 
really into that and uh, it works really well it's just now with the style of content that I'm doing mm -hmm. I'm barely editing anything to be honest yeah yeah like I might just enhance the contrast oh my or gosh, like really literally if you look at my past photos from the the past like month to look now. or three weeks since I kind of decided to change up I haven't been editing them mm. I'll go on facetune or I'll go on like lightroom on my phone and do a couple True. of tweaks here and there, like smoothing out the skin a little bit, mm -hmm. enhancing the contrast, maybe like toning down a little bit, but there's like no color changes, mm -hmm. there is no filter anymore. And for me that just works really well because it just shows the image, you know, which is completely natural and how it is. Yeah. Um, so that's how I do everything, that's how I shoot, that's how I plan. I post once a day and as you know I have a backlog of images so that mm -hmm. I can split out outfits so that they're all like not close to each other but you can get a nice variety mm -hmm. and yeah that's how it is Whoa. Nice. so that's my strategy and mine now basically now that I've been in uni all the time it's been like a full-time job mm -hmm. plus like homework yeah I know <laughs> my master's has been like horrible <laughs> yeah just because I have every day but um so what I would do is I would shoot on Saturday and Sunday and um, I would always, so what I would start with is I would plan my outfits, like, to make sure I had everything three days before mm -hmm. I was going to shoot. Then I planned to shoot maybe four hours in the morning on Saturday, and then I planned to shoot, like, three or three, yeah, three hours on Sunday. And what so you I, shoot twice a, twice twice a week. week. Yeah. Four hours a day. Yeah. That's a lot. I know, because I shoot with other bloggers. Right. So it's more like we hang out and we shoot content yeah, and yeah. it's not so quick because it's not like click, click, click because we don't have good lighting all the time Yeah, and then we have to go change and like bathrooms and stuff which mm. is not so glamorous but mm. that happens and it takes a while just because we we just enjoy like spending time but mm -hmm. I know it's been quite unpractical some days and I know that for myself like sometimes I'm standing there and I feel like I want to rush it but I'm like... I'm with this person and I should be in the moment because mm -hmm. we get to spend time together. That's true. It is like a catch-up at the same time. Yeah. But then sometimes I feel like I really need to get content and I have no time. But yeah, that's what I do just because I love... Like, my content is better with phone because mine is more... I would say mine is more like... How do you call it when it's just like a person but then fashion? I don't know. We need, we need to find these terms. It's like... Just like the... There's, it's not an editorial, there's always, you will expect like a few things, you'll expect very girly outfits, you'll expect them to be either like a quarter shot or a mm -hmm. full shot, and you'll expect it to be with like how to pair different things, um, and then there was always me happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always me happy. Always smiling, yeah. And it's just like to inspire for different outfits and to how to pair things together and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then also my lighting is quite consistent usually like mm -hmm. it will usually be bright outside i do not like posting pictures from gloomy days but even though i you sometimes never post do, night shots either never 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 no it just doesn't work for me i feel like for me my content like it's not editorial and i'm not saying that it never will be but i really don't think it ever will be mm -hmm. um, it's very i don't know it's candid but really put together but yeah. it seems like almost like it's a snap on the go. Yeah, but it's not. But it's, it's not. so not. There, that's it takes a lot to go into it and a yeah. lot to edit the colors. Because I think the yeah. main thing with you, now you brought out the fashion a lot more so mm -hmm. people can recognize your style. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning, the way that you started to pick up uh, like 
an audience. It was like flowers. Was yeah, but it was because of bright. your editing tone. It was so bright. Yeah. yeah, it was loads of pastel. And honestly, though, that's always been me. Like I tell people all the time, I don't wear black unless yeah. it's my Lululemon workout trousers. Yeah, exactly. maybe this is my gonna be my Chanel logo line. Yeah, I don't wear black. <laughs> Only to a funeral. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I just find the color so. I know that everyone I loves love black, black because it's it like a comfort feel color. So chic. Yeah, and it's like comforting and chic. Mm. But for me, like an all white outfit is the same as someone's yeah. all black outfit. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I feel comfortable in or like in a nude set. Yeah. Like wow, <laughs> I love everything that's not so dark because also my complexion is quite light. So you yeah, never exactly. see me in like darker outfits. It's always quite like girly and bright, and that was always how I picked up before. But then I really realized that it's not about the location like that's the thing I don't want it to be about the location yeah still I shoot in good locations but now I've shifted just to very 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 clean backgrounds yeah so where I shoot now is basically always on Bond Street mm-hmm. or on like Regent Street in a really nice corner or I will go sometimes to Notting Hill but usually I can't get any content in Notting Hill Oh, really? It's very hard for me because everything looks a bit too dirty. Mm, that's true. You need it to be very polished and mm-hmm. clean. Everything needs to like be clean to the max. And yeah. I don't know if people notice that on my pictures. Yeah, you can notice, I think. But it's very like specific location. and uh, But then again, so I shoot twice a week um, and then that will have me through the whole week. And usually I have like four or five left over. Okay. That I can push yeah. on to the next week if something were to happen during the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I go away now, unless I'm going to a very Instagrammable place, I try to build up a lot of content before I go. Yeah. So I don't have to shoot any content. I don't feel pressured to find locations where mm-hmm. I don't know where I will be. So, for example, right, now yeah. when I'm going to Italy, I know, like, okay, so this will be the location. This is where I'm going. Okay, let's do a little vacation planning, content mm-hmm. planning. So when I know, I asked I asked my family, I was like, okay, guys, where are we going? Exactly when? How many days? What are we doing? Yeah. And so I have, like, a list. Okay, so Capri, X amount of days. We're doing this, 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 this. We're going to this restaurant. Okay, I mm-hmm. need this dress. Yeah. I need, like, a yellow lemon dress to match the lemon trees. Yeah. And I need, like, a really nice big fluffy hat for the boat ride. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I plan it and then I will bring the pieces with me so it's not like a magical appearance yeah exactly it doesn't just happen I don't think anyone just has like randomly like five straw bags in different colors (laughs) for different locations (laughs) definitely not it doesn't happen and it takes a lot of actual time like this week I had a few days off uni and I was working on loads of other stuff but at the same time I was sitting and I was planning a lot of looks actually what I love to do when I plan my looks is go on Pinterest mm, or on yeah. Instagram and create mood boards and I save images that I like the vibe of Locations. or different like outfits that I like the look of mm-hmm. or like a mood that I want to give across and then mm-hmm. I have them just saved just for me mm-hmm. or on Pinterest it's for everybody because that's that's how it is mm-hmm. but um, I always do that before shooting especially now that I'm changing my concepts mm-hmm. to be a bit more editorial it's like I don't have a background to like you know, to lean to on match. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now it's like everything has to come from scratch, from a plain mm-hmm. background. So yeah. now I need the inspiration. That's the thing. I will always, I have a few folders on my my phone. I have one that's called poses. So those are different mm-hmm. poses I can do. I never actually check, but I have so many good ones. I need mm-hmm. to start doing them more. Because um, I'm always just smiling. 
Yeah, poses are a good one because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't know how to change up their poses, and it can mm-hmm. be quite difficult because you'll go back to doing like the, the same, same ones. Thing. So yeah. I need to look into that actually when I shoot, so I can different poses. But that's yeah. a good idea for you guys. Yeah. Also, I do have a folder with different brands that I would love to work with. I have a folder with different brands that I like the style of clothing, and I would like to shoot something similar. Mm. Then I have a folder with like inspiration photos for different locations in different countries across the globe. Mm. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> and then I have one on different, um, what's it called? Just like different outfit snaps. Or I have one also on girls who create similar content to me. Mm-hmm. So that I can check out what kind of things they do and how people react to it. Yeah. So that I know, it's a strategy guys. Yeah, at the end of the day, you have this to see what works. This is part of the strategy, exactly. You, you yeah. can never go unprepared, and you can tell. Like yeah. it has happened to me in the past, where I'll go to a shoot and uh, I haven't been prepared mm-hmm. with my outfit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what location to do. And you I just don't know throw it pose. together. Yeah, and I throw it together, and I hope it will work. And it never does, and I it never ends up seeing the light of day. No, it same. doesn't go on my account. Same, and it makes me so upset. Last yeah. week, actually, Monday, Tuesday, I tried to shoot. And even now, I'm going to tell you about the lighting situation. With a camera, it's so much easier to get good lighting because you can adjust it. Mm -hmm. But on your phone, if it's a gloomy day, you will look like you're 40 years older and your outfits will Mm. not look good. And uh, you also have to think about the fact that usually when I'm shooting, it's like this perfect balance of a little bit of a cloud dot in a blue sky. Mm. That is my (laughs) perfect perfect day to shoot because the sun is just covered by the little cloud and then the rest is blue yeah that makes sure like it makes sure there's not direct sunlight on your face so you don't look more like editorial and glowy it's more like okay so this is just me in natural lighting i didn't have to think about anything but then it's blue behind you the sky is blue it's bright around you your outfit looks great because it's lit up by the sun and yeah. Oh, right, but so what do you do during winter when it's cold and gloomy and raining? That's what I read. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did in What's the winter. What's your plan in the winter? That's the thing. I will only shoot on days where it looks a bit, where it's more like clear. Right, but what if you have only specific days? Because you were studying full-time, right? Yeah, I will be, yeah. So, that's the thing. if you I'm have only specific days when you can shoot. That's, that's what's happened the past months. I've just, every single weekend, I've had at least one day. That's mm-hmm. been sunny. Or I've some days I've ended uni, I started at 8 and I finished at 3. Then I would mm-hmm. shoot for an hour Yeah. before the sun went down. But you have to try to make it work as well. Because yeah. if you only if you know you have a bit of time, mm-hmm. you have to make the most out of it and That's try to get something. But That's why I have a backlog too. Yeah, exactly. Backlog because is amazing, if it really like, rains heavily or snows, I'm not getting any content at that point. What, what do people say? Plan. Well, maybe indoors. Oh, yeah. Cafes and stuff. It's yeah. easy in the winter, actually, if you don't want to freeze your butt off. Right. But what is it? What is the saying called? It's like um, plan or, I don't know, die, die planning. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Intense. No, no, no. Prepare to plan. Uh, no, plan to prepare or plan to fail or something. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> okay. that was not a good quote. I've lost no. it. I've lost the quoting. Oh, well. <laughs> it's not doing well. No, that's true. You haven't been quoting in a lot of episodes. I haven't been quoting. Guys, I no. need to quote again. But anyways, so, okay, so going back. So for my account now, it's very, like, girly, fashion-focused, and I don't do any editorial. It's very, I would say it's quite, like, just, like, looks like it's in the moment. Looks like yeah, it's on daily the go. outfits. On yeah, the go. I would say that, daily. But really, it's me on a day where it's blue sky with little dot. That one day, 
and it's within four hours I have all my outfits planned for three days before mm -hmm. I know exactly what background I want if it's a blue outfit maybe I'll go to one that's like light gray it yeah. would be great and it make sure it's very clean background so I know like the things I need in my photo for it to go well yeah and then I'm trying to always find new ways to bring in new poses or to bring in new clothes that you guys will like mm -hmm. and that's kind of how, how I've been evolving my content and I've also been reducing the brightness so I've been really focusing more on the outfit and on the fact that it's on me and I mm -hmm. want to create a brand of me as well that's why I changed my name from letters letters of style to yeah, Anna Siren that's true the name is actually quite important yeah and um so now it's more about me and my outfits and fashion rather than just the location and um my editing style because I know that in the long run it's going to be very hard for these accounts to stay afloat because they have no backbone mm -hmm. that's the thing what happens what everyone does it right exactly then you there's going to be no space yeah. That's the thing, then people need to follow you because they really believe in support you. Yeah, it's gonna be about the people you follow, not about exactly like the locations because anyone mm. can go to the locations. That's yeah. the thing. Right. Um, but yeah, yes. but there's a few different kind of things that you can do. So, of course, you probably see it, and I follow loads of different accounts. Uh, I like to have some that are very similar to me, then I have my friends. Then I do like to follow like some odd celebrity accounts, mm -hmm. just the ones I really like. Um, then there's also a lot of like artsy content, a lot of like laid back artsy minimal style. minimal style. Yeah, I don't follow so many of those actually because I just find it so boring sometimes. Yeah, when it's just too artsy and it's like one eye open, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but then it depends on your style. You know? Yeah, it really I, I follow like a wide range of people. Yeah. Some might be like a celebrity type person like Chiara Ferrani because mm -hmm. I want to see her? what she's doing. Maybe yeah. I should follow her. She's actually. my favorite because she was the one that was the first inspiration for me to start my blog. Oh, really? Yeah, it was her. So I follow her just to keep up to date with what she's doing because she's now like a celebrity. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's a big celebrity. Yeah, exactly. Then I follow people like Negan or Leone for their oh, fashion cool. and they're very like on the go. They'll mm -hmm. kind of post what they're wearing that day and all that. Then I follow people who are more artsy, like maybe Zenya has been more artsy. She's very Zenya artsy Adorno. right now. But then I, I might it. exactly yeah. It works for her. I might follow people who are more editorial, mm -hmm. who will post only like, you know, very, like they're almost like a fashion model, but not really. Mm -hmm. But they pay a lot of attention to their styling, mm. like um, details. The style heroine. She's really good. Mm, She's an art yeah. director. Yeah. And then I'll follow people who are. Like, just very simple, and it's just them and their life and mm -hmm. their everyday outfits. So it yeah. really does depend. You know what I love to follow? What? I love to follow, like, women in their 40s with kids who look really fashionable. Yeah, then there's, like, I yeah, love the that. fashion the mom mommy, bloggers. The mommy bloggers. I love the mommy bloggers. Yeah. Not the ones that... I love the fashion mommy bloggers. Yeah, the fashion. The ones with, like, heels and the pram. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yes, girl. Yeah. This is gonna like be... Like, the Hannah one. Oh, I love. I love. Yeah. That's the, my favorite content right now. Mm. So but I follow a wide range, like, and I Me like too. different people for different things. I'll never follow only one style, no. and that's it. I follow and I a think lot. a lot of people do that too. Yeah. That's why it's so important when you pick your style and your image, you you stand mm -hmm. by it because yeah. your audience will want to see that from you. Yeah. Like that's imagine why they come to yours. 
Right. Imagine I'm following somebody and I love the kind of content that they're doing. All of a sudden it changes. It goes from mm. like artsy and editorial to mm. like selfies and all that. I'll be like, what's mm. this about? Yeah. But actually, um, Okachorso Leone, she mm. did change her um, account. She changed it like 360 because first it was just yeah. travel. Now it's very, it's much more editorial fashion. Yeah. But, you know, what she did was over time. Yeah, she did it over time. She did mm-hmm. it gradually, mm-hmm. so it was not a shock, and her audience grew to follow with her. her with it. Mm-hmm. So that's well, the thing swapped, as well. Like swapped some audience as well, probably. Yeah, she probably did. Mm-hmm. You you'll always lose people if you do a ch- if you make a change. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, if you're being true to yourself, you'll gain more, mm-hmm. and you'll be happier too. You just need to stay consistent with it. I think the main thing mm-hmm. is to know what you're doing and be consistent. If you mm-hmm. want to change direction, you have to be, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to stay consistent with mm-hmm. it. It doesn't matter if it do- it's not perceived what very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep at it until it works. Yeah. Because then if you go, you know, if you go back on it and you're like, okay, you're gonna get this lost. actually didn't really work. I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, I'm not inspired with what I was doing before. Yeah. Maybe let's change and do something more like this person. Mm-hmm. Then you're just going to be really lost. lost. And then everyone sees that you're lost. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows. Because you kind of portray in every single... It's like if you go into a meeting and you have no idea what you're talking about. Right, it's like that. Yeah, then everyone will know. She has no idea what she's talking about. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want your content to show like that. Especially if you're doing it at a Mm -hmm. more professional level or you Mm -hmm. want to be. Mm-hmm. And imagine if Negan posted something and you could just like tell she really didn't like the picture. Right. Yeah. Like, it I would be just difficult. Be like, oh. You would. Yeah. You could risk losing a lot of followers from that. Because you also want to follow people that are perceived as super confident. Yeah. Maybe not everyone, but like most people, because you want to feel like this person is who I want to be later. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I think about all these mommy bloggers with yeah. like really nice heels and like amazing earrings i'm like this is what yeah you want them to inspire you in some <laughs> yeah. way or another basically exactly so you really have to make sure that you're proud of what you're doing otherwise nothing matters right then it doesn't matter if everyone else loves your content but you hate it because that's probably not going to be the case anyways mm-hmm. that never works yeah no, no that never works no and you have to shift with how you're feeling as well yeah yeah if you're feeling inspired you're going to create inspiring content but yeah. if you're not mm-hmm. it's not going to work so maybe if you're a brand or if you want to start building your own profile, maybe you can really go in and focus in what you love. Find inspiration, maybe not just on Instagram, but around you all the time. Note down things that inspire you. Note down things that you want to be, like who mm-hmm. you want to be and how you want to portray yourself on social media and how you want others to see you on there and what you want people to follow you for and what your reason is. And maybe sometimes, like for me, I've been feeling really bad about the fact that I don't really have a message to girls saying like, oh, you have to be more confident because of this and this and this. You know, that's not really portrayed in my social media. Mm -hmm. But then I have to remember that not everyone has to have a purpose like that. It doesn't have to be so deep all the time. No, exactly. And everyone doesn't need that either. Like, not everyone needs that reminder every single day. Mm. Maybe we do, but not from everyone. Yeah. So. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Yeah. You don't have to push yourself down just because you're not doing everything. Because I've done that so many times. Yeah, and that can happen because you want to feel like you're giving as much value to your audience as Mm -hmm. possible. But at the end of the day, don't overdo it. Just be really true to yourself. Yeah. Just stick with your image and your identity and do what you love. Yeah. And people will love people it as will well. People Yeah. People will see it. Exactly. Yeah. So on that note, we'll end today's episode. I hope that yeah. you liked our, you know, conversation on content. Yeah. I think it was really interesting, especially mm-hmm. because... 
this is what we do and mm-hmm. it's nice to kind of analyze things and look at it from a different perspective it's so fun for me yeah. i love this kind of stuff it is really fun it's amazing yeah. the strategy behind the instagram oh i love it strategy behind anything whenever yeah. i go into anywhere i always think about how they built a business yeah it is a good way to think <laughs> very fun so yeah Alright guys, I hope you have a really inspiring and amazing Monday and you can do anything you want if you put passion into it and if you just go for it, honestly. So we'll see you in <laughs> the next You're just laughing one. at me, you're like, okay Anna, stop. <laughs> Time to stop. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys. Bye.